goal achievers, I have a very exciting announcement for you. The dates and location have been set for the first ever Miracle Morning Experience live event. That's right. Go to MiracleMorning.com forward slash events to get all the details and to apply for a spot. And when I say apply for a spot, I mean that very sincerely. Uh, We'll have probably 10,000 people plus apply. It is narrowed down or it is limited to 200 individuals. And the reason is this event will be unlike any event in history in that every person there will be working together to literally create history by planning the future of the Miracle Morning movement. So every morning, we'll start by experiencing guided Miracle Morning sessions to deepen and expand your abilities to benefit from the Savers practices, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, scribing. We'll have world-renowned experts in each of these areas to take your Miracle Morning to a whole new level. And then during the afternoon is where the collaborative part happens. You'll connect and collaborate with hundreds of like-minded Miracle Morning practitioners to brainstorm, plan, and execute the future of the Miracle Morning Movement. How will we continue to change millions of lives one morning at a time? You'll be a part of the future. And then every evening we'll celebrate together. Uh, Not too late, of course. You know, we have to be up early. But uh, everything from helping to guide the vision for the Miracle Morning movie that we're, we're filming right now to initiatives that you literally create right there in the room that I don't even know about, right? They'll be created collectively by the brilliance that uh, comes together this June in the middle of the United States. Uh, Again, go to miraclemorning.com forward slash events for all of the details. And I cannot wait to see you at the Miracle Morning Experience live event. Hey, it's Hal Elrod, and this episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast is being brought to you by FreshBooks, the small business accounting software designed for you. And uh, stay tuned at the end for a really cool offer, and you'll find out how FreshBooks is helping millions of small business owners make everyday accounting easy, fast, and secure. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, ultra-marathon runner, and the founder of VIPSuccessCoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elrod. All right, Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners. Today, I can I can confidently say will be unlike any episode we have ever had. Um, it's a very, it's on a very specific topic, uh, and that is sustainable living. You might be going ooh, finally Hal's covering this, or you might be going, what in the heck does that mean? Or you might be going, oh, what a hippie, right? Whatever whatever you're thinking, whatever your response is, um, I'm bringing on two uh, friends of mine. They are a couple, a phenomenal couple, Charles and Andrea Riggs. They have three awesome, inspiring children, Lucy, Evan, and Ava, and uh, they are the epitome of sustainable living. And Andrea... Uh, like Helen Keller, believes that life is either a great adventure or nothing at all. And she is a fitness professional. I'll tell you, I met Andrea when she came highly recommended to me by my 
uh, business partner, John Berghoff, uh, to come to our first Best Year Ever Blueprint event and lead fitness. And uh, he's like, you've never seen what she does with a crowd is just amazing. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I trust you, whatever. And, uh, and, and we had Andrea come up on, you know, like the first break and she hit the stage and, you know, some, some upbeat music went in and she is incredible. She says nothing, no mic, just with her body language. She commands an entire crowd of 300 people to follow her lead. And, uh, she is a leader uh, in that way. So, uh, that, that is, uh, Andrea and she, uh, her, her business, her focus now is what's called collective culture. And, uh, Charles is her partner, both in life, uh, in crime and shine. And, you know, they are partners. And uh, Charles is a creative genius. He is able to take an idea or many and, and beautifully and technically make them into something tangible and visible. He works remotely for Gotham Digital Sciences on Wall Street in New York City, managing a team of hackers and he's worked for over 15 years in the technology and intrusion analysis slash penetration world and those are really fancy words for major computer geeks um and although he is he's you know he's great at what he does he's one of the best in the industry his true love is getting out and exploring with those he loves and having adventures like taking his family to puerto rico and the nepali coast and hawaii and such he's got over 1500 skydives he loves kiting hiking canyoneering fitnessing and health and and so does Andrea. They are really a, a couple among a power couple in their business, but also in just that, you know, they, they really live life to the fullest and set an amazing example uh, for, uh, for Lucy, Evan, and, and Ava. So uh, I am excited to have them on because this collective culture, I'm sorry, cultured collective, this, this business that they're creating, it's really a movement and it's about sustainable living and their creativity, their drive, their authenticity is a really unique combination for any couple, let alone any two human beings uh, on the planet. And uh, I'm excited to introduce them and their brilliance and their concepts to the Achieve Your Goals community and our listeners. So, uh, Charles and Andrea, I know that was a lengthy introduction, but uh, I'm so excited and, and grateful and honored to have you guys on. Thank you so much, Hal. It's so good to be here, and that is such a warm welcome and introduction. I so appreciate that because it kind of took me back to that first event that I that I did, and we were meeting for the first time, and it was kind of like, "Hi, how are you?" And I, I, you seem amazing, and. And we, it was a really good energy and a really good vibe. And then I remember, you know, when you look out upon all of the amazing people that attend your events, there's a really, really amazing energy there. And yeah. really all I feel is that I'm a mirror of that energy. So that is kudos to you. So thank you so, so much. Awesome. Well, it is mutual. And, um, the, uh, and that is where Charles, where I met you as well, my friend. Uh, yeah, that's where that's where we met the first time. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a, it was definitely a uh, a life changing event, and yeah, I had a really good time. Andrea kind of had to pull me to it. You know, it was all new to me. <laughs> ah, uh, awesome! But yeah, it was great. It was great. That's great. And this is a great spot to plug bestyearevblueprint.com. Uh, if ever, anybody listening wants to join us for next year's event, and Andrea, you'll be there rocking the stage again. So you uh, know it. Really, really exciting. So, so here's the question that I want to ask 
uh, you and that I would really love to answer for all of our listeners. And I mean, it's an answer for me too, because I, you know, this is this is not an area of expertise in any way for me, but it's an area that I'm I am I'm actually, you know, ironically, it's not an expertise. Don't have a lot of knowledge around it, but it's actually really important to me. So uh, I guess actions speak louder than words. So I want to take I want to take some actionables from our call today to implement sustainable living uh, more throughout my family and in my life and my business and all of that. So here's the question that I'd love for you to answer for our listeners, which is, uh, number one, what is sustainable living? How would you define it? And, and why should it be a goal for every single one of the Achieve Your Goals listeners? That's, yeah, that's, that's a really good question, Hal. Um, and and I think it's such that's such a broad question because sustainable living uh, and and what and kind of what we've come to the conclusion that we've come to, and really why we've started the cultured collective, um, is because we we feel like there's this movement we feel this 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 motion, and we feel like a lot of the ideas that that people have had as far as consuming and consumers, you know they're starting to change and and. And with that change, people have questions. And I think this is a great question. You know, how do I live more sustainable? Um, one thing that we've just recently came, came to was we, we were sitting there um, kind of in, in a group. But we have a really close group of people that all are like-minded and, you know, part of the Cultured Collective. And we brought up the word sustainable. And somebody said, you know what? we've kind of moved past sustainable to rejuvenation. Hmm. And if you think about sustainable in the word and what that means, it's kind of like, it's kind of keeping it the same, right? It's, it's like almost a static word. Sure. But what we want to do, um, you know, especially with, with, with the earth and with life and, you know, everything, if we're sustaining, we're just keeping it the same. And, and I think just as a culture and a race, um, we want to do more than that, right? We want to give back to the earth. We want to give back to our children. We want to give back to our communities. And, and we can do that through rejuvenation in, in, in all senses, you know, and that can be anything that you look at and anything that, that is a part of your life. Absolutely. For me, the word rejuvenation goes one step further from sustainability. And it kind of, for me, it brings in that, that energy. So instead of just what's sustainability is kind of like the word renew. Yeah, let's have renewable sources, which is an awesome goal to have. But then how can I take my magic and my energy and infuse that with what I'm doing so that I leave it better than it was? Whether that's in adventuring with your family, whether that's your relationships with your kids, whether that's in the food that you're putting in your mouth, no matter what it is, it stems into everything. So we are all about the, we are, we practice what we preach and, and for us, it's a journey. And I think that's one of the most important things to realize is that if you do something, just one thing better tomorrow than you did today, then you are on an amazing journey. You're on an amazing track because you have that awareness and you're actually doing something about it. Got it. I'm so, take, I'm um, notes. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to build on, on what Andrea said and just kind of give, give some history to what the cultured collective is about. And cultured collective really, um, fundamentally is kind of centered and focused on health. Um, and because we feel like, uh, if we have our health and, and we feel great and our bodies are, 
um, you know, they have energy and we, we have mental clarity. Um, everything else kind of falls into place, right? So it's kind of that, that initial thing that you, you and you, you talked on this, you know, many times at the, at, at the, the conference is, you know, you start with yourself, right? So you take care of yourself and then everything else falls into place. And that, that's definitely our mantra. We, we feel like um, health is the center of, of, you know, wealth and, and, and wisdom and knowledge and power. Um, and so the culture collective is kind of a play on words. It's, um, you know, culture as in the sense of community and, you know, um, and friends and friendships, neighborhood, neighbors, neighborhood. Hmm. Um, but it also, um, you know, culture is, a, is another word for uh, bacteria. And so we are very highly focused on um, workshops that are centered around uh, fermentation and how to um, bring fermentation back into your life and how to restore your gut health through fermentation and, you know, fermenting foods. And so we teach people how to do that effectively and safely and um, have fun with it and, and play with it and explore it. Um, because, and, you know, we, the, the way that we're eating now is, is so fundamentally different than our ancestors ate. And, um, you know, we've only had refrigerators for such a small, tiny uh, point in time in you know the eons of time that hu- humanity um, has existed, uh, we were getting a lot more bacteria uh, in our guts and in our systems than we are now, and we're kind of we've kind of gone opposite, right? We 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 kill everything. All of our food is is cooked to death, and yeah. and 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 even then, you know, we're washing ourselves you know, two, three, four times a day. We're you know disinfecting everything, and um, there's some. There's some truths that, that we've learned um, about bacteria and, you know, how those microbes are so vital to our health. Um, it, it's, it's, it, it's actually, you know, it, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing um, what we've found. But this is kind of, this is what we, this is what we are about. And, and ultimately, it's getting people back to, to health. And it starts from your gut. And, and you know, there, there are many different sayings, but... Um, the, the gastrointestinal tract, you know, the, the foods that we put in our bodies, that's where our health starts from. And so if, if you're healthy there, then everything else kind of falls into place. Sure. Health, health being, I mean, health is the foundation of life. I think that, I don't know if that's exactly how you said it a few minutes ago, but that, that's kind of what I got from it. Talk about this, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm just curious here. I, I really want to know, um, especially because I'm a little bit of a, uh, germaphobe. Uh, I'm always cleaning my, you know, cleaning everything. Like I'm not, I don't know if I'm too excessive, but I'm just, I'm always washing my hands and you know, that sure. sort of thing. I don't use hand sanitizer. Um, but, uh, but anyway, beyond that. So, so what you talk about bacteria is, is vital to our health. Uh, we tend to try to eliminate bacteria. So, so can you talk more about that and, and give some actionables on what, what can, what can I do? What, what can my family do? What can our listeners do to, to bring good bacteria back into our, our life and, and how will that help us? Yeah, definitely. I think so. What I'll what I'll do is I'll kind of give like a a brief summary of that, um, and then I'll let Andrea talk on uh, around some of those goals. But um, so one thing that's really interesting to note is that over ninety five percent of the bacteria that's found on this planet is completely safe. Um, not only that, but most of those bacteria are found on your body and inside of your body. And you know, you've heard things like you know, the human body has trillions of cells. Well, um, if, if you compared the number of cells to the, to the number of microbes living in and on your body, it's like exponential to that. Um, it's just a huge number. And they really are a part of us. 
um, specifically within digestion, those microbes, um, they, they play a vital role in helping to break down foods and helping to digest foods and helping to properly process those foods and so that we, our bodies can then absorb the appropriate nutrients. Um, so when we're eating dead foods all the time or foods that have been overcooked, we're, we're not getting the proper um, flora that, that our bodies need. And, and that can lead to a lot of different problems, you know, from just basic um, digestive problems to metabolic disease over time. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because what I like to do is always play, play the devil's advocate and go back in time and think about how people lived. You know, we, you know, you go back in, you know, two or 300 years ago and they didn't have refrigerator refrigerators. They didn't have ways to great ways to keep food fresh. And so they were, they were forced to use other means. And one of those means was through fermentation. It's you're using bacteria to actively preserve food so that you can eat it. But the cool thing is, is that not only you're using that bacteria to preserve that food, to ferment it, but you're also getting the benefit of eating that food with the bacteria. So it's this twofold thing. So I like to think of it as bacteria is our friend. It really is vital to our health, but we tend to be completely against it. And um, if you think about you know, the, the, essentially the bad bacteria that, that could be, you know, causing, you know, sickness and things that we hear. Well, when we're cleaning and killing all the bacteria, it allows that bad bacteria to grow. Whereas if, if we would leave it alone and we, we left all those good bacterias, there's no room for that back, bad bacteria to grow. So essentially that could be, you know, on your kitchen counters, that could be inside your body. Um, but what do we do when we get sick? We go and we get on um, medication and, you know, we get, we get on a, a, a medicine that just wipes all of the bacteria out of your body, the bad bacteria and the good bacteria. Um, and it can take up to three years to restore the good bacteria and the gut flora, um, that you've lost. So I'll let Andrea talk kind of around the, the goals and, you know, how to, how to bring that back into your life. Yeah, fantastic. But real quick, I do want to. I want to. I want to play devil's advocate for a second. Um, so you mentioned kind of going, thinking back to how did we used to live before refrigerators and all of that. So my thought, and I'm really speaking on behalf of the listener that might be skeptical and kind of unsure, is I, an argument can be made. Well, yeah, but the lifespan was a lot less then, and it's a lot longer now for the average person. Um, so any any, you know, what would you say to that? Yeah, I love that because that's something that I think we've we've been um, we've been taught, right? But but statistically, that's it's actually not really true. The difference between living now and living back then is really the work conditions, and so work conditions were a I guess a lot more dangerous, right? Yeah. Um, so if you statistically, if you didn't die by the time you were thirty, which most of the deaths for people that died young back then were related to some kind of injury. Um, you know, where they, you know, they, they got a cut or they like lost their arm or something happened where they, you know, they got a massive infection and they ended up dying. But the people who survived past that point, they ended up living normal lives, you know, just as long as, as the, 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 the life average of, of people who live today, you know, 80 and 90 years old. So, got it. you know, yeah. you can go on Google and you can look up, you know, like the average lifespan of, of, of people that made it past their thirties is, you know, 80 and 90 years old. Well, and look at, look at a lot of what's happening with senior citizens. 
the quality of life, is that quality of life amazing or is it spent in nursing homes and is it spent with uh, on, you know, different prescription drugs? Like what is the sure. quality of life that we want? And yeah, maybe I live to be 70 or 80, but oh, my knees have been bad for the past 10 years. So I've mostly been a couch potato. Yeah. Like if you're going to live, live, right? Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, you, what you said, prescription drugs, I, you know, we could riff on that all day, but it's like, you see the average older person you know and they're like i take you know they've got their whole medit like their pill box right they're like i take these 13 medications uh, in the morning and then these 13 in the evening and you know 13 out of the 13 are combating the other 13 well (laughs) exactly i mean the side effects are just uh, through the roof and we don't have to live like that what's so amazing to me is we have right now more information at our fingertips than we have ever had would you agree yeah absolutely Right. So you can find anyone, any belief that you want to have, Google it. You will find someone to back you up. You will find someone to be your advocate and you, whatever we seek, we find. So why is it then that we, over the last 100 years, we've completely ruined our health? Yeah. I want to know. Tell me. (laughs) I do want to know. (laughs) We literally have. We don't move how we used to and we definitely don't eat how we used to. So yeah, and that's and, and that and that's such a great question, and that's one that we we really feel bacteria is such a big aspect of that, and that that's something that you can it's a red flag you can look and go okay how we how we've been eating the past you know ten thousand twenty thousand thirty thousand years um, compared to how we've been eating in the last one hundred years vastly different huge contrast right yeah and all you have to do is analyze and go. Well, look at what we do to our food compared to look at what they did to their food. So they fermented a lot. Um, you know, of course they cooked their food, but but they didn't go through any of the crazy processes that that food goes through now. Um, they didn't nuke it with microwaves. They didn't overcook it. Um, you know, a lot of the foods were grown locally, right at their house, and they were fresh and they ate them. And the foods that they had to keep, they either fermented or they 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 you know just ate them. Um, you just you you couldn't preserve food. So. Um, that's the, that's, that's the big, that's the big caveat for me. That's the big, you know, red flag. That's this, this is the difference. And the more that we've, the more that we've studied gut health, the more we've realized how essential it is to everything. Um, you know, and for a great example, um, we were just reading a study that they had done on asthma and these doctors had connected asthma for, for these test cases to a lack of a specific bacteria in the gut hmm. it's really weird but it's really amazing um so it's just kind of thinking outside the box you know and digging a little deeper instead of all the surface stuff you know the, the western medicine that we're used to it's almost it's like it's so simple that people aren't willing to accept it um so yeah and there's not a lot of money in it there's there's money in prescribed i mean yeah Right. Again, again, we could riff, but um, so all right. So if you guys, Andrew, if we could come to some uh, some actionables around, okay. So gut yeah, bacteria absolutely. is is crucial. Uh, the way that we're eating is is not supporting those healthy bacteria that we need. 
Um, so uh, what what are the ways uh, that you know what what are well, like what's the number one way or or like three steps or you know how can we simplify it for our listeners to immediately take some action and then of course we'll give them your website at the end. I'm sure they can get a lot more info on especially on the fermentation process. But what's the what's the simplest and and you know easiest and quickest since that's what our society likes uh, way to start improving our gut bacteria and 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 you know uh, implementing some of the stuff that you guys are talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if there was one thing I, w- I would say, it would literally be come to a workshop because <laughs> I, I really would because um, and, and we, I will give you some actionables to do right here and right now. But I can tell you right now, I would have never and I come from a health and fitness background. I would have never started doing all this crazy stuff, right? Kombucha and you've got crystals and you've got things that look like weird cottage cheeses. You've got (laughs) all of these things that are very bizarre. Now, maybe our grandparents did this. I know know my grandparents, my great grandparents, they were farmers. I, I grew up going there, but I... It takes only one generation for these truths to be lost and it takes seven to get them back. So that is a really really big deal because unless we understand why why this means so much then then we don't do it so as soon as I knew how important this was that was my motivation to say oh my gosh like I am raising three human beings and I am responsible for their health I, I need to step it up so that this is me as a mother with th- with three small kids who are growing and who have issues every so often. And why do they have these issues? So for you parents out there, whether you are a parent, whether you just have people that you love, number one, cut out the crap, literally. So what would you identify crap as? Any pop, any high fructose corn syrup, most things that come in a box, think again. Milk from the grocery store, not great. Not great. Loaded with sugar. It's pasteurized, right? It's homogenized. It's heated up. All the enzymes are gone. If you need to have milk, okay, you have options. You can buy, we only we only buy raw milk, only. And you can find that, um, but it can be harder to find. Um, above and beyond that, I know people will buy the organic milk, which is for sure better. Um, that's something that you can absolutely do. But the biggest thing is just look at what you're putting in your mouth because that matters. And that six inches from our tongue to our throat affects the entire rest of not only our digestive tract, but our entire body, our our mental clarity, how much energy, what we're absorbing, all of that. So to just start cutting out anything that isn't in your higher purpose and and actually contributing to your well-being is is massive massive for not only you but for the kids and for the people that you are influencing because you do each and every one of you listening has people have people that are, are that listen to you that want to understand you that are curious about what you're going through in your life so that is one that you can absolutely do another actionable item would be to absolutely get more sleep consistent sleep and to drink more water and not just tap water, okay? Water that is actually doing amazing things for your system, meaning that is full of minerals. If you can find natural spring water, huge, huge, huge. Um, the next one, cut out gluten. Most of us have gluten mm. and milk um, intolerances. We, we, do, we do not do well with that because of what we have done, what America has done to those things. So those are things that 
we just take a challenge, like literally take 30 days and say, okay, you know, I don't really believe this stuff, but I'm going to try it just because I want to see if there's anything to it. If you have any sort of digestive problem, constipation, IBS, anything, anything to do with the digestive tract, cut out gluten for 30 days and see how you feel. Yeah, my, my buddy Matt, um, I uh, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't I don't know, I don't pay too much attention to gluten, but I'm going to do that. But uh, my good friend Matt cut it out, and he was like, Hal, oh my gosh, he, he, you know, you cut out gluten. He's like, you have so much more energy. You feel so much better. You, like, everything. I was like, really? So, yeah, I, uh, yeah so I'm, yeah. I'm up for that challenge. We're, we're, we're really focused on eating um, anti-inflammatory foods, and, you know, gluten, although gluten is an inflammatory, there's also other anti-nutrients, um, you know, in a lot of other foods, grains, um, in wheat itself, uh, that cause inflammatory responses. Milk is one of those things. Um, and so we try, we tend to eat anti-inflammatory foods. Um, but just to kind of go off of, I know we're running out of time just to go on, go off of what Andrea said, you know, actionable items. If you can't get to one of our workshops, um, we're, we, we will have, um, online um, workshops where you can you can go through the videos and the training that way. Um, but I wanted to just break down our workshops really quick so people know what they're about. So we have three different types of workshops, and they're basically um, one through three. Uh, they where where do these take other. place, real quick, Charles? I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. So we we have we we host these anywhere that we can. So anybody who's interested in in hosting a a culture collective workshop, they can just contact us through our website, and then we can work through them and, and schedule that out. Um, so we're we're we although we will have a virtual presence, we can kind of go anywhere um, wherever we have a host. Um, so the first, the first workshop is, it's kind of a real probiotic basic. It's creating your own probiotic drinks. So water, kefir and kombucha. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of kombucha. Sure. Not so many people have heard of kefir, both similar. Um, they're, they're fermented drinks full of great bacterias. Um, there's also milk kefir. Um, and so we teach people how to do that on their own. The second class is kind of around breads in, in, um, making breads that are better for you using fermentation to help break down those anti-nutrients and phytic acids. And then, um, the third class is, is kind of a brine's workshop where we're teaching people how to pickle their own stuff, how to ferment, you know, vegetables and, and, and make amazing foods like sauerkraut, which we do a ton of. It's a phenomenal tasting food that you can put on anything. Uh, and it's really good for you. So, um, We'll have that available on our site, and we can also do those workshops live. And what's oh, your yeah. website? It's it's fermentationforlife.com. Fermentation, F-E-R-M-E-N-T-A-T-I-O-N, fermentationforlife.com, correct? Correct, yep. Awesome. And then, Andrew, you were going to add something? And we are launching our podcast, too. That's exciting. What, what, when is it launching, and what's it called? It is called the Cultured Collective, of course. <laughs> yeah, nice. we'll be launching. We'll be launching in the next few weeks. Beautiful! Yeah. So That's it, exciting. Congratulations, you guys. Well, it is, and as we've as we have talked through and had already begun our interviews with people, it's there's just so much surrounding this topic, and and really understanding how more be more connected in everything that we do, not just what we eat but in our life. And that's really what we're about, just connecting with our true purpose in life. 
And we do that by what we eat. And that's not the end all be all, right? We just want to, we want to put good stuff in our mouth so we can go do all the other amazing things. So we can, you know, do our savers, right? How like do all those things at a level 10. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I, I am so passionate about health and, and again, it, it is, it's the foundation of life. And if anybody listening, by the way, if you want, if you want my take on kind of what foods to eat for energy, um, I don't, you know, I don't have the expertise in fermentation, so I'm, I'm going to be exploring more with Charles and Andrea on my own, but, um, maybe we'll host a workshop, you guys in Austin, Texas, you guys down for that? Absolutely. You know it. <laughs> yeah, let, let's explore that. But uh, I just moved here, so I don't know if, I, uh, yeah, if I'm qualified yet to host a workshop. But, but you are. Uh, we can make, you uh, are. I am. I am. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, so, no, but, but I mean, diet. So, if you go, if you guys want to go back through the podcast and, uh, and search eating for energy, you know, I've done, I've done at least one podcast, if not a couple, on uh, the topic of health. And it's the idea of eating for energy being that, you know, the amount of energy you have, physical, mental, and emotional energy, uh, really is your capacity to achieve your goals, right? If you wake up in the morning, if you're if the foods that you're eating, as Andrea is talking about, right, and, and Charles are talking about, if you're if you're cutting out the crap, you're not eating the stuff that that puts acid in your system and it bogs you down and it tires you, right? Then you have all this energy, and when you have a surplus of energy, you have a surplus of motivation and a surplus of clarity. And with a surplus of clarity and motivation that is created and generated by the foods that you put in your body and the ones that you don't put in your body that cause it harm, right? Then you can achieve anything. But if you're like most people, which is where you're tired throughout the day because you don't eat for energy, you're not strategic about what you put into your mouth, you're not thoughtful and intentional. I'm not saying you're not, but I'm saying if you're not, like most people are not, right? Then you're you're putting yourself in a, it's a difficult thing. You're wondering, I wish I had more energy. I wish I had more motivation. I wish I had more clarity, right? You're missing all those things and you don't realize that it's literally the food that you're putting in your mouth that is the cause of that. Um, so, boom. There we go. Uh, well, you guys, I, I, you know, I really, I feel like, yeah, we just touched on this topic today. Maybe we can do another one down the road and, and I want to learn more about it. Um, uh, the, the fermentation is something that, you know, I drink kombucha, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing a couple things, right? Woo! Go Hal! Yeah, go there's kombucha <laughs> in my fridge uh, downstairs, but um, yeah, no, but I just, I just think that um, anyone listening, please, 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 I, I beg of you to follow at least one of Andrea's actionables uh, for the next 30 days. Uh, one, cut out the crap. Now, I know that was a little, crap's a little vague, but right, she defined it. High fructose corn syrup, don't drink it. Milk from the grocery store, don't drink it. Anything in a box, right? Um, eat good, healthy, living foods that have energy still in them that will put that energy into your body and fuel your ability to achieve your goals. Uh, get more sleep, drink good water, um, and good water, you know, if you had to like, if, if you're about traveling, for example, you know, alkaline water is, is the best tip that I can give you to drink alkaline water. Do you have any, uh, Andrea and Charles, any recommendation on brands of water? Like I've got the ones that I, that I, you know, my go-to for alkalinity, but in terms of quality water, uh, if somebody has to, you know, they're on the road or they're at work or they got to stop by the grocery store, uh, any recommendations on what brand of bottled water to get? Yeah. I mean, we could talk about this a lot. I, I, I tend to steer away from anything in a plastic bottle okay. um, just because the BPA concern, you know, the plastics leaching into the water. However, and what if it is BPA free? I just want to ask that. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're probably okay. There are other um, chemicals that, that, that can leach into okay. the water. Um, you know, BPA is just the, a big hot word right now. Um, but as far as quality of water, I tend to go towards either Fiji or... Um, 
or Arrowhead water, which sounds really weird, but um, just, you know, just some studies on those waters and how they're sourced. Um, The big thing for me is that they contain the mineral contents naturally. They haven't been um, filtered or they Mm -hmm. haven't been, um, you know, fluoride or or, yeah, reverse osmosis, which ends up removing all of those, those, um, those beneficial minerals um, that, that help kind of ionize the water and allow your cells to absorb that water. Um, that's drastically important, you know, and I mean, everything else, a lot of the, the water that you find is, I would, I would call thirsty water. It's just water. There are no minerals. Your cells don't absorb that water. Um, and so essentially what you're doing is you're just flooding your Quenching body your with thirst. water and fl- flushing, flushing good things out of your body. Hmm. So um, those are the two waters that I like. I know there are some like high quality designer type waters. Um, I haven't done a lot of studies on those. For us, Andrew and I, we drink spring water. It's it's local here. Um, it's been pH tested. It comes from an aquifer. It's living water and it, it's phenomenal. So if you can get your hands on spring water, um, we'll, we'll, we'll lug it around with us um, anywhere we go. So Awesome. Yeah, Google spring water in your area, everybody listening. And, and by the way, we, I'm glad we're on the same page. Fiji, you know, when I travel, uh, Fiji's the the water that I you know I always go to the airport I buy the biggest Fiji water and you know make sure I drink it throughout the day and you know it's alkalinity I think is seven point eight you know on the pH scale so um, cool 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 we're on the same page so all right well Andrea and Charles uh, I really 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 love you guys and thank you so much for being on the show yeah thanks Hal thanks for the opportunity thanks my, so much we love you too my pleasure and uh, to collect collect connect with Andrea and Charles check out fermentationforlife.com uh, if you're anywhere remotely as fascinated as I am with, with fermentation and, and gut bacteria and, and how important of a role those play, uh, you know, I'm curious and I'm fascinated and I'm, uh, I'm committed to, to looking into it further. So Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, uh, I told you this would be different than any other episode. It's not your standard, hey, here's how you achieve your goals. It was really, you know, let, let's look at some of the uh, goals that we may not even have on our list or even in our awareness um, that, that we should because our health is the foundation for our life. So I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And uh, I will talk to you next week, everybody. Take care. As I mentioned, this episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, the small business accounting software that is designed for you. And when it comes to FreshBooks, you know, they started out with invoicing and that's kind of what they're known for. But FreshBooks has so many features now to help keep you organized and streamline the business side of being an entrepreneur, a business owner, uh, from expense tracking where you can track your expenses and it really makes it ridiculously simple. You know, more boxes full of receipts. Their mobile app actually lets you take pictures of your receipts and FreshBooks organizes them for later. It can create an expense report for you. Also make claiming expenses at tax time a breeze. Uh, cash flow tracking they offer. All the little details about cash flow are kept in one place so FreshBooks knows exactly what invoices you've sent, which uh, people you sent them to, when you sent them, who's paid you, and who owes you what. And FreshBooks will also handle your time tracking. So when it comes to uh, create that invoice, it's the time for the invoice, you'll know what you did and when you did it. And the most important thing for everyone listening is that getting started on FreshBooks is extremely simple. Even if you're not a numbers person, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals and put in the code achieve your goals in the how did you hear about a section and you'll get a month of unrestricted use 
for all of our listeners, totally free right now. You don't even need a credit card for the trial. So again, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals and enter achieve your goals in the how did you hear about us section and you will be glad you did. Appreciate you and I will talk to you next week. Take care. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. So now we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode. Simply head on over to hellelrod.com slash 123 for episode number 123 and leave a comment there on the show notes page letting us know what your big takeaway was. And also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hellelrod.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating reviews truly are the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. So now, until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.